Come on in and grab a seat at the Reality Roundtable. I'm Mags. And I'm the big guy. And we are the Reality Rascals. All right, so we're doing episode seven, opened with Jake trying to do some damage control after trying to keep Caleb. He's clearly the dog with his tail between his legs right now, just trying to take his beating and move on with it. I don't think he has any defense other than what he said to Mama Jay, which is, I want to keep Caleb. And you were the only one that maybe I could have gotten out at this point. I do want to just pause on that thought for a moment and come back to it at the end, because I think you could have used that later on in the episode. His response when he was doing the diary was very insightful and demonstrated that he's in total control of his emotions and thinking pretty clearly because he said something like, it was ridiculous to ask Couture to go to rocks. He's clearly a guy that knows that it was a desperate move. And although Caleb was desperate and he, Jake, may have felt desperate because he wanted to keep his friend or keep his ally, he has to understand and he does seem to understand that no one else was as desperate as them. No one else was desperate. And so that was the flaw in that he was acting as though everyone was desperate or that desperation was felt by other people on the tribe. And it just wasn't. Yeah, I agree. What he told Julie, obviously Julie, you know, annoyed, number one. Then he said he was still wanting to work with her and if he could. And that's on her own, her own little interview said, Never work with that guy again. She's like, I can't trust him. So she says something like, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. And then he's like, oh, how about when you when your name is written down? And then he's like, oh, well, I'm sorry. He sees his uh, foot in his mouth a little too much, too often. I, I noticed him at Tribal, too. Like, he'll he'll say something, and then his eyes go, like, crisscross. He's like, he doesn't move his head. He's, like, looking around like someone's ready to attack him from behind. <laughs> yeah, I think he, he, he lacks a filter to a certain degree. Oh, yeah. So in the beginning, we had a little more discussion about this all-female alliance, which we started to hear about last episode or maybe the episode before, which, to my knowledge, has never been done. Do you think this group of six women working together makes the most sense for those six women? Yeah, I could see it happening. But like we said, as we were saying the other day, they always bring it up and it never happened. The only one that I could think of that actually was Poverty's Black Widow Brigade. Other than that, that's, I can't think of anybody else who tried to do the women's and it actually worked. It's been a long time to have it only really occur once. Okay, so after uh, after this, they jump immediately right into the auction, which was really good, I thought. I love the new twists, which were a little head-scratching at first. I had a little trouble figuring out exactly how it would work, but they totally made sense once it got started. I was shocked they haven't done it in 15 seasons. Really surprised by that. I love they had to go find the money. I love the fact that it was a secret, but there were set amounts of time, of items and omitting rewards paired with making the person with the highest amount of money at the end lose a vote worked way, way better than I initially anticipated. I thought that was going to be a disaster, and I could not see how it was going to work. I really did love everything about it, and I'm sure if it's done enough times, we'll start to see some of the flaws, but so far, so good. What did you think about the new twists? I loved it. Number one, I love the the flashbacks of when they did it before. I think the last time he said it was Palau. I like how Kendra actually, when she read the note, and she got a little excited about the auction coming back. She put the hand up, like, you know, wait a minute, is more. And then see how she said there was 40 of those wooden canisters. And then she just, like, stopped. And she's like, go. And then she dropped it and they all just <laughs> dispersed. Except for one man. Bruce wanted no part of that, which made no sense to me. And they actually used real money. I would expect, like, some uh, tokens, some some survivor tokens or something. But they used the yeah, yeah. actual cash. And I liked how everybody had different amounts. It wasn't like in the old days. Everybody got like $500. Then they showed, you know, Bruce strolling in the woods. He didn't care. Sure, yeah. found one, and then like they're telling him to run and stuff and he's just walking. Yeah, they tried to help him. I can only assume that what he was thinking in terms of the importance was that it was similar to last time they did it. He wasn't going crazy looking. So maybe it's an instance where knowing the history of the game backfired a little bit because 
it's likely most of the other contestants weren't really aware of the auction because it was done so long ago and they're all so young. I can only assume that that's why he wasn't rushing. He was like, I don't really care about food. I don't want to fight with people. I don't want to get in a situation. Because if I remember correctly, didn't they used to have situations where like you had to pick people and like they kind of tried to pit you against each other in addition to um, winning immunities and not immunities necessarily, but different um, rewards and things. So I think he was just trying to avoid all that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The fact that he got punished for having so little money was a little unfair only because he could not have won anything if he wanted to. So his only hope at that point was just kind of sitting and waiting and hoping that someone had more money than him when it was over. In fact, they didn't. They had less money than him, which was smart. You knew how much you had to go when you're at the end there. I think it was Kelly was the last one. So the prizes I didn't think were really that great. What did you think about the prizes, just in general, the prizes? I figured there was going to be a hamburger in there with the with the fries, mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly. The charcuterie board I thought was pretty cool, and that was a good yeah. one. I would have got that. I would have went for that one. $900 for a milkshake. I mean, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, and then the uh, pretzels, you know, all right, whatever. Yeah, and I thought that beer, was a good one. Kendra, Kendra took. And then uh, what else did they have? Um, the candy, the bowl of candy, the fish yeah, The bowl eyes, of candy, obviously. that was a waste. I would. Who the hell wants that? Yeah. Jeff said they they have a – a makeshift kitchen that they put up in the in the woods. So I said everything was, you know, because somebody was asking, was it fresh food? They said, you know, we have to do it out there. And he said, even the people in the kitchen don't know how many meals they're going to make. But he said, there's going to be at least five. It'll stop without warning. I like that thing, too, where he, he picked a number. He's the only one who knew. He said that after five, you don't know when, you know, it'll, which he's done that in the past. But I think he would just stop it on his own. Yeah, I thought that the pizza looked awful. It looked like it was gummy pizza. Yeah, I'm assuming it probably tasted pretty good, I'm guessing, but just like yeah. the look of it, it looked like it was sat there for a while. Yeah, the but fish I eyes guess. obviously were disgusting, but seeing everyone's reaction to Austin eating them was uh, hilarious. Like the way he devoured them, I thought they were maybe just pretend and they were in like it was like some kind of joke and they were going to say, oh, no, they're not really fish eyes. Right. He just went, you know, head first into them. It was, Kelly, I thought, had the best, the best prize. You said it before, the PB&J and the margarita. Yeah. And the cake to me was just gratuitous, not giving them any utensils and having them use their hands and right. time mess. So that, to me, was just kind of gross. Jeff said that they have a killed fisherman from the yeah. area. They said they caught this big fish. I can't remember the name of it. He said they eat it all the time out there. I was like, and they said, we'll throw that in there. He said everything was already predetermined. He didn't switch out with Katora just because it was a fish eyes. Mm-hmm. He said we were doing that anyway. Well, that's what he says. It was funny, like her licking it, like it was like a lollipop at first. It looked like she went in for like the muscle attachment or tendon or something. Yeah, right. It was like, a little the thing worst part to lick. They said the, the audio guy like made sure they got a good, good <laughs> sound audio on that when he bit into it. He said they practiced to see if how, how much noise it made. So oh, they having them eat it amplified it more when he was eating it. And then by the end, when they were walking off, all the flies were around the eyes. That was cool. yes, I do remember that. Yep. When it was over, and he said, "You know, leave your food there," which I'm assuming was after they were done eating. Because it looked like after the, what was the last thing? It the was margarita. the peanut butter and jelly in the margarita. Yeah, like, it looked like it was right after that. He's like, okay, that's it. You know, head back, leave your food there. But there had to be Yeah, like, they must have given him time. Yeah. Time for to eat it, I would imagine. Immunity challenges next. I know I've said numerous times I don't like the endurance challenges, but I really like this one. First off, I don't think I would embarrass myself if I did it. Most of the challenges, I can't say that. I think that this one was equal parts body weight positioning and then equal parts strength. If you could lean back far enough so that it was kind of holding you up or your body weight allowed for that to even happen, I thought I think that you were at a huge advantage. The twist in the challenge didn't really have anything to do with the challenge itself, but rather the rice. If you sat out of the challenge, we've seen this done before many times over the years, and usually it's like, who cares? I wasn't even paying attention to it at first. 
And it was exciting the first couple of times where the, the people had to sit out. And then it was exciting for the first couple of times when they let them negotiate with, with Jeff. And there was like a compromise of sorts. And then so with them, when this one came around, I'm like, oh, we've seen this so many times. I just kind of put my head down. And then he says, well, maybe I can give you some incentive. And I instantly thought, oh, they're going to give him more stuff. That's what a kind of joke is this. And he grabs the knife, stabs the bag of rice, and it just starts pouring out. I absolutely loved it. What do you think about that? Jeff said the size of the knife was like intimidating. You know, something you chop meat up with in the, in the meat department. He said they had to practice that too because they said, you know, they had to make sure the hole was right. And they, they did that a hundred times out in the open field to see how, which way he had it twisted to make sure it you know, didn't all come out and, or, you know, enough. I liked how he just did it quick and then it starts pouring out and then that's your rice. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think it was true. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, all right, we got to hurry this up. So that was, <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was pretty funny. To my knowledge, I've never seen them do something like that. It almost pushes like on the border of punishment. But it yeah. was just a timer, really. That's all right. it was, was a timer. Yeah, no, I like it. It sped it up a little bit for them to agree on who's, if they needed four or not. Yeah, and if they were going to do it or not. Right. Uh, I, it was, I thought it was absolutely brilliant move, and whoever thought of it really deserves some recognition at the end of the season. And, and I'll say it for you, uh, Mags, I wanted an elapsed time for this one again. Yep, right. So, yeah, I wish they would have that, especially for these kind of ones. Yeah, this is one where you need it. Because like I said, 10 minutes or 10 hours, you still want to know. In the end, it was Bruce and Julie, which I would not have guessed at the beginning. They were the two oldest. Bruce eventually wins the individual immunity, immunity which pissed everyone off because they wanted him gone. Typical editing. Right? Yes. They were talking about him getting it out, and then, whoop, what does he do? He wins the challenge. <laughs> right, he, he wins. And that happens year after year after yeah. year, at least yeah. a couple of times. So at this point, he can't vote, right, because of right. the auction, and now he can't be eliminated. So he just sits there like a fly on the wall at Tribal, probably the most relaxed anyone's ever been at Tribal or at least in a long, long time. I can't exactly figure out what their strategy would have been to get rid of him because doesn't everyone know he has an idol? So I guess they would have split votes maybe? Yeah, I think most Yeah, most people know he has it, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess they would have worked that out when they needed to. With Bruce safe, obvious to everyone, including Jake, that he was next on the list to go home. Man, Knowing he was toast, he kind of started looking, not kind of, he definitely started looking for an idol. He didn't care who saw him. Good strategy or bad strategy to do that in front of everybody. Desperate times, desperate measures. So I, I thought for sure, I thought for sure he was going to find one. Just the way the editing was going, like mm -hmm. he's looking in the tree. Sometimes you can tell by the music they're playing if he's going to find it or not. But then obviously he didn't, which is which is kind of good, I guess, in a way. Uh, I do want to revisit that idea that I had in the beginning. So if you remember, he basically said to Julie that he voted for her because he wanted Caleb to stay, and it wasn't against her; it was a vote to get Caleb to stay. And what I would, I think that Jake should have done or could have done. And I thought this in the moment, but obviously I'm sitting at home on my couch, so it's a little different, but. But I think Jake could have done or should have done was gone to Julie and said, hey, I'm not going to go around and blow up anyone's game because I think that'll put me in even hotter water than I'm already in. But I spoke with people trying to, when I was trying to keep Caleb last time. And the reason I wrote down your name is because all I wanted to do is try to keep Caleb. So if people are OK with dumping you, then that's who we were going to vote out. Clearly, I'm at the bottom. And this all obviously is a lie. She doesn't know that. Clearly, I'm at the bottom. And if people are going to dump you and me, let's work together. It's a good idea. It's an um, idea. Yeah. No. <laughs> Drew came up with a good plan, though. Yeah. So Drew, yeah, instead of having to figure out a way to protect his alliance, I think it was, right. is it all Reba people or mostly Reba people or the old Reba? I don't know, but he's got an alliance. Right. So instead of having to figure out a way to protect his alliance, Drew's like, why don't we make Jake think that we're voting him out? We'll try to flush out his idol so that it's used and we know we can get him out and we'll vote out Kelly. And then next week after Kelly's gone, We'll go after him and Bruce. will split it. If they didn't use the idols. We'll flush out the idols that way. And right. we don't care which one goes. And then we'll vote out the other one the next week. And so it basically maps out 
the next three weeks, the next three votes, next three tribals, and it keeps everyone else safe. So I thought it made a lot of sense. Yeah, you'd obviously have to be willing to dump Kelly and then Jake and Bruce, but most people are. Uh, Dee and Julie didn't want to get rid of Kelly. They are part of that original three alliance, remember, from way back. And then they are the ones that kind of were pushing for the all-girl alliance. But Tribal Jake was given the opportunity to try and save himself by Jeff. He kind of asked for the floor and he gave it to him. I thought he made a good point by saying, you know, if you're voting with the rest of the survivors because you think you're safe, guess what? You're not. If you're just going to pile on to me. They're going to pile on to you. And at some point, there's a line in the sand and people have to get on one side or the other. And I thought that was a really good argument. It's not the kind of argument that usually persuades people, even right. if it's true, but it's the, it is the truth. It was a strong argument. What did you make of his speech? He wasn't going to hold back on anything because he knew he was on the chopping block for sure. So I thought the bit about if I use my idol was a little. Yeah, that was, you thought, well, yeah, well, yeah. What'd you think of that? Yeah, I thought it was um, I thought it was obvious that he was lying when he did that. Was like yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, at least, yeah, because as soon as he said that, right, Kelly perked up and then I think they shot the yeah. Ventura. I, I guess it's just that reasonable doubt, kind of like in a jury. I guess because they saw him looking, they thought maybe he had one, but yeah, yeah. Then yeah, they all trying to get everybody nervous. But it, it was if you look at it, I watched it a couple of times, and he, it said you know it, it kind of did seem like he was lying. If it gets one person to change their vote, maybe right. you stay with that one. So it's worth a shot. And then speaking of shots, he used his shot in the dark, which is the only the only option he really had. I figured there's no way this thing hits twice in a row. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, and it didn't. It didn't. However, what did happen was maybe just as good or better. Austin, Drew, Emily, and Katura voted to get rid of Kelly, and she did not see it coming. She was had no clue. She didn't even realize what was happening. It was great. It was like a slow motion realization with each vote. Yeah, so it was like a slow death. If you go back to Kelly, like after the shot in the dark didn't work, she's like, whew. And then you can see, like, she's like all right, I'm in, I'm in the clear. First three votes come out yes. for, for, for him. Because the first one, she, when, they, when he says Kelly, she picks her head up. But I just hear my name. Then they zoom in on Jake with the eyes going crisscross. I don't know if he's looking at Kate. <laughs> but, and then they do the second Kelly. That's when she, now she knows she's really like in trouble. And then the third one comes up. She turned to Austin. She said, did you do this? And he's. Yes. He's, he said, yes. I think he did. Yeah, he, he said, yes. yeah. He gave the whole, like, put his head down. Like, yeah. And, right, and then they do the fourth one. After the fourth one, she probably knew she was screwed. Yeah, she was in trouble. And then obviously the fifth one, you know, that was it. And she was, like you said, totally blindsided. I was never saw it coming. She said, What the hell, guys? You know. Yeah. And then Emily, she asked Emily, and Emily's like, Well, you played a great game. Yeah, <laughs> Jake's reaction though. The the best thing ever, right? So when he says after the after the third was it the third or second one? He's like, Oh, now we're now we're playing Survivor, right? Yes. And then and then when she gets voted off. I watched this like Ted times. Whoa. Oh, sorry. Whoa. <laughs> I'm like, he realized he was like uh, celebrating right in front of her face. And it was so, too much. Yeah. So funny though. Uh, he honestly you know, wasn't trying to be like a jerk or anything, but people like start celebrating when they're safe or whatever. Or... Yeah. Only that one time when I think when, when Ke- Kelly Wentworth, I think used that used the, uh, the shot in the dark and everything was against her, but it didn't count. And they were kind of like high fiving each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's His when you had to split. That's got to be like a meme or something. On, on, on the, on the <laughs> it was just total, total and utter shock. Yeah. So here's my point. So I watched that. She turns to that direction, right? And Emily says, you played a great game. Was she talking to her or, or to Drew when he said, you did this? Or did you do this? Still can't tell. Because she didn't nod or anything. But it looked like she was talking to Emily. But it might have been Drew she was talking to. I can't Yeah, when that. I watched it the first time, I thought it was Drew. I can see the confusion. But I did. My initial thought was she was talking to Drew. 
Because at first it was Emily, I thought, but then I'm like, she didn't really do it. She wasn't really a part of that. But then yeah. I think it was Drew, but I can't tell where her head is looking. I don't know. Then she forgot the, the torch. Oh, I forgot my torch. Then she's like, I could give you a hug. Oh, no, sorry. Then he, you got to go back to, to the shot in the dark. Though. But I did notice, like, when Jeff was unraveling it, though, the one that he, the one in the week for Caleb's, it was wrapped with, like, a different, it lo- I think it was a different rope. Like we said, it probably wasn't going to work two times in a row. Because it hadn't worked. He says he doesn't know who voted for who. They go up and they check the votes and they order them the way they want to order. It was one of the best tribals we've had in a long time, and we've had two of them this season. So it's been a pretty exciting season so far. Yes, yeah, so yeah. So now Austin's amulet is now a full-fledged idol. So now this guy has two idols. And this is, again, all because he wanted the sandwich. So <laughs> Jay Maya's gone, and now Kelly's gone. And now he has two idols in his pocket. Bruce has one. And I think Drew still has the safety without power thing. Yes. Yeah. So Drew and Austin, uh, since they seem to be working together, even though there's been nothing officially said or at least shown that they've spoken together about officially working together, they have to be in the driver's seat at this point. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I I would love to see those two guys like in the finals. Neither one of them has won a challenge yet. No, they haven't really done much, but they're doing enough to stay alive and they're accumulating power for later on. Yeah. Behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what Austin does with these two idols here because Austin and Drew in the driver's seat. Yeah, so we're down to nine people. So, yeah. So, okay. the last time you could use these idols is what? Final five, right? I believe. You know, previews for next week. And then when they showed it, it you know, looked like Bruce was just in complete panic because he lost yes. his closest ally. And even Kelly said when she walked out, I should have trusted my gut. She kept her, you know, so-called alliance with Bruce. And she should have known that Bruce is going to bring her down. She's out and Bruce is still sitting there. Yeah, so, she kept saying, "We got. I, I got to get rid of him. But then she would say to people, let's keep him one more week. One week. She would have been better off dumping him and keeping Caleb. At least for one more week. Yeah, right. next week we'll see uh, how this unfolds. Yes, uh, it'll be exciting in the beginning anyways. Two of the last three were uh, stellar episodes. Hopefully, um, you know, we probably have, what, like five more episodes I would imagine? Should be uh, a fun ending, I would think. Whatever comes will be a, a complete surprise, and I'm excited for that. All right, so that's the end of this week. Uh, good luck to all the Survivor contestants. I'm the big guy. I'm Max. And we're out of here. Peace. Peace.